Townsend, the editor-in-chief of the Northern Logger and Timber Processor, a trade magazine for the forest products industry based in the Adirondack Mountains of New York State. This is the Northern Logger Podcast, where we discuss industry news and the issues that affect your business. This month, I spoke with log truckers throughout the Northeast about how the new electronic logs have affected their business. I also spoke with a representative of the Federal Motor Carrier Administration to get the government perspective on e-logs. What's working, what's not, and what can we do about it? Ask any log trucker in the North what's on their mind this spring, and they'll tell you the same thing. Electronic logs, or as they're called in the industry, e-logs. The word is enough to get log truckers talking, and most aren't speaking positively. E-logs were first mandated by the Federal Motor Carrier Safety Administration in 2015, with the requirement that all truck drivers install the electronic logs by December 18th of 2017. Since the mandate went into effect this past winter, the log trucking industry in the Northeast has been struggling to adjust. According to the Federal Motor Carrier Safety Administration, the point of the electronic logs is to improve safety, reduce accidents, and get bad actors off the road. But in the industry, many truckers are saying that the electronic logs complicate their jobs and make them less safe. Daniel Roy, a trucker from Canada, has been hauling logs for his entire career. He said that with the new regulations in place, he has parked all of his newer trucks and has even considered quitting the industry. It's not working for me. If I like doing long trip, it would be not so bad, but... Doing short trip, you have losing time to pick up your load, drop in your load, order, and you, know, you don't have time to eat. No, that's, I just take some sandwich over when I had it, and I don't have any time to go to eat. And sometimes if I would leave like in the morning, about half an hour before I get down to the border, get down to home, and I live right across the border. And I, do, I wouldn't have enough hours to go home. I have leave like uh, about half an hour from my house and I would leave the truck there. My wife would come and get me and leave the truck there and go home. I'd come in, in the morning, come and get the truck. It was, uh, it was not working for me at all. Roy says the regulations in Canada have the trucker's lifestyle and business in mind and that the country has a better model for the electronic logs. Yes, I know a lot of people there, uh, uh, let go to business and they just travel out in Canada no more, no more U.S. No, they just, uh, they couldn't, uh, they couldn't do the load or, uh, they just desperate to go down to the hall just down in Canada now. I know a lot of friends that done, huh? Right. So it's becoming more difficult to do jobs in the U.S. at all. Yeah. Wow. And how do you think that will affect uh, sawmills uh, in the northeast of the U.S.? I guess, I, you know, right now, you should see the work that people have been calling me to, because no truck to serve the country, you know, because of the e-log, some of the people let go, or or uh, you can't do the work you, you, you would do before, you know, because of the e-log. We spoke with William Quaid, the Associate Administrator for Enforcement at the U.S. Department of Transportation, who emphasized that this regulation is, in effect, no different than paper books. What's changed, said Quaid, is that log truckers can no longer fudge their logs. We did see, we do have 
and find that, that quite a few people uh, did not keep the records accurately. Um, and so uh, false logs, and uh, you know, is something that, that we saw quite a bit. And unfortunately, you know, when, when people are falsifying their logs, it usually means they're driving more hours than they're supposed to, and that means that they might be driving fatigued and having crashes. And, and obviously, you know, we were looking to address that. Um, a number of years ago, the trucking industry, uh, you know, kind of on its own started developing electronic logs, and, and mostly, you know, bigger companies – is, is a better, more efficient way of keeping track of their driver's hours of service. So there, there are differences between the, the hours of service regulations in the United States and Canada, um, not just the 16-hour the rule and 14-hour rule versus how long you're allowed to work in a day, but also 11 hours of driving versus 13 hours of driving. I think the biggest difference is that in the United States, generally, um, not necessarily where, where, where the logging people are, but generally speaking, in the United States, we have so much more congestion uh, than we see in Canada that, uh, you know, so a, a driver who is maybe not at their best in Canada uh, is l- less likely to have a crash than somebody who is maybe not at their best here in the United States. Again, because a driver, you know, doesn't have the ability to you know, fudge their logbook, then they, it does require more planning. Um, and, and, you know, I think that the industry is going to take a little while before it adjusts to, to the more planning. Um, so, you know, but, it, but again, the situation hasn't changed. What, what has changed is that under the old regulations, they would continue to drive in violation and be able to hide it because they have a paper log book. And now um, if they choose to continue to drive, then then, you know, that there would be, you know, it's easier for law enforcement to identify it. Scott Qualls, a driver who trucks logs throughout the Northeast, thinks that this might be the end of the owner-operator model. He points out that agriculture has different regulations. Well, mine isn't, it's installed in the truck, but it won't be turned on until tomorrow. We installed it actually yesterday, the 28th, we put it in. It finally came in. It's been on back order because of the demand form. And I just, you know, like my boss is, he's going to pay us a certain amount of fees because it's going to be an extra night, maybe two nights away from home, which we were running legal before, but the way we're going to have to do it now is we're going to have to, we're going to have to just leave earlier on Sunday and, you know, there's just going to be days you're going to run out of time that you're going to have to, with the unloading and the reloading, you're going to have to stay stay places you don't want to stay. You're going to have to sit places there where there's no services. It's just, I don't see the safety in it. I don't believe it's a fair deal because of all the guys that are getting exemptions, like some fuel haulers are getting exemptions, like milk trucks are getting exemptions. And, you know, to be totally honest, the, the milk trucks run harder than any log hauler or lumber hauler I've ever seen. Those guys run seven days a week. But they're going to get an exemption, and we're not going to get an exemption. And if people really looked at it, we're in agriculture, too. The same milk's agriculture. We are, too. We go in, we we thin out the forest for the forest to grow back bigger and better. That's that's agriculture. If they're going to pass it, they should do what Canada is going to do. In January 2020, Canada is going to pass it, and it's going to be for everyone. 
No one's getting an exemption. Canada has the best system. They have a 16-hour rule. You work 16 hours, you take your 10 off. Travis Bagley runs a small fleet of trucks out of Plymouth, Maine, that delivers across the Northeast. While he understands the point of the e-logs, he worries that the new regulation will affect his business and hurt the economy as a whole. We've always been a paper log company. The biggest problem we're having is learning to, to do your login and logouts prior to, to exiting the truck every time. Um, we've had a lot of issues where if someone gets in the truck to move it in our yard, it logs in a driver and puts them in an on-duty status. So I've had a lot of midnight calls on Sunday nights trying to correct logbooks because they lose their time. It, it's been it's it's been hard. Um, I've lost four drivers since the first of the year. Um, good drivers, bad drivers, both. Um, a lot of them are having a hard time with it. They uh, when they're 15 minutes from being back to our home base and they have to sleep in their trucks and stay away from their families, they're just they're not liking it and they're quitting on me. The biggest complaint that all of my guys have been telling me, and I can see it, you know, uh, I've noticed the speed in my trucks and my drivers has increased, which concerns me as a business owner, you know, especially on the safety aspects of my company. It seems like they're trying to beat the clock more now than they ever have um, because they're always watching that screen in front of them. And they're always trying to make sure that they get to where they need to be without going in violation. So when it comes down to the getting to their half hour breaks and stuff where it's mandatory now on that e-log, you know, you just can't, you can't shuffle around it anymore being on an electronic log and they're, it's forcing them to drive a little faster. And they, that's their biggest complaint. They feel like they're being rushed all day long now and they can't stop for nothing. I've heard some other truckers saying that, because of the e-log, they've stopped doing backhauls. Has that been something that you've seen? We have cut back on some. I'm trying not to because there's not enough money in our industry to just sit down and come back. So I've invested money also since the first of the year. I've tried to purchase more trailers, and I've tried to put a system together to have one or two guys stay up here and just preload and unload trailers and get myself in a situation where my guys that go south every day just come back to my my facility and drop a trailer and grab another and start their day over the next day and it's it's been a huge burden and expense and still learning that and still ain't where i want to be um but it's i mean it's it's something we're all going to have to adapt to i guess because i don't see it going anywhere for a while again i have mixed motions i i understand they're trying to push the safety issue my biggest beef is I don't think they need to mandate us little guys as much. A lot of the accidents in the past that have that have pushed the government to this decision and changing the logbooks and stuff have happened with big companies that already run e-logs, and I don't I don't think they uh, I don't know if they really I, they either got to do something different. I think they need to change the hours of service is what I think personally. I think they need to allow us to be able to break our day up a little bit with this e-log so we're not if something happens in your day and you get set back an hour we need to build it verified in that e-log during that day and not have it go against our actual work day i'm really concerned and i don't know if the homeowners and the people the everyday consumers understand how bad that i believe this is going to affect the economy and their wallets sooner or later because 
for instance, just like me, I, you know, I've had a pretty tight crew. I've had some good guys that I call good guys that are hard workers. They show up every day. They, they do what they're supposed to do and they drive properly. And the more of these guys that pull out of this industry because of this mandate and this e-log and this being watched like a hawk by our government, it's going to drive the trucking rates up in every aspect from groceries to gas, to tires, to, to carpet, anything that we purchase that comes in on a truck. And this is going to grow as we lose drivers. And we've lost a couple companies up here that have, that can't afford the updates or can't afford to keep the drivers or whatever's going on. I, I think it's, it's going to hit us all a lot more than people know. We want to know your thoughts on e-logs. What do you think about this new regulation? You can contact me, Eileen Townsend, at Eileen, E-I-L-E-E-N, at northernlogger.com, or get in touch with us at our office in Old Forge in the Adirondack Mountains. I want to hear how e-logs have made an impact on your life and your business. You can also subscribe to the Northern Logger magazine by going to www.northernlogger.com. And you can also join the Northeastern Loggers Association as a member at that same link. Thanks again for listening to the Northern Logger podcast. If you'd like to support the show, please tell your coworkers and friends about us.